It is a fact. It is a desperately dangerous fact. It does exist. It exists around us today. Satanic ceremonies will be happening in Britain tonight. Very definitely. Ask any priest. about black magic we are talking about paganism necromancy alchemy witchcraft the order of the left hand path the report of evil is embodied by satan 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 lucifer the prince of darkness and their legal
So starting the year off with a bang there with a band called Thundering Hooves. Uh, welcome to 2021. Welcome to episode 109 of the Nine Hits Podcast, our first of the year. Uh, yeah, we ended 2020 with um, some absolutely amazing music and straight into it again, isn't it, Pete? So we've yeah. got some amazing stuff again. Um, this band um, seemed to be a side project uh, or a new band formed from band Vacuous. Uh, noticed that they were sort of pushing this around um, about Christmas Day. And yeah, this this track just stood out massively. They've released the rest of it this week, so uh, by the time you hear this, you can go and buy this. And yeah, I just think it's a absolute... Again, it's part of um, the growing trend for kind of bands formed in lockdown, and somehow they've managed to record a really tight little black metal release. don't know what you made of this one, P. I mean, it's came out of nowhere, really, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the uh, vacuous uh, link. I, I really enjoyed that. You know, the the EP they put out on it was on Fed, wasn't it? That really, you know, really brilliant sort of record. That so, yeah, it's really interesting. I, I hadn't heard this until you kind of selected it. It is, it's cool. It, kind of the list to it, it was just conjuring like bands like Emperor and Mayhem. And even bands like Balzer and, and Death, you know, there was just kind of happy reminders, for want of a better word, of all the, you know, all the kind of, like a, a tour of, you know, these superstar names of Black and Death. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I heard Satyricon in there, old black metal, you know, like first wave yeah. sort of stuff in there yeah. as well. So, yeah, just, it, it, it flicks a lot of switches for me. I really sort of got a lot out of it. So, yeah, just just really sort of interesting little release, I think, and it's amazing, like we've said before, like many a time, this whole lockdown thing has kind of almost pressured people into making really amazing music, and here's, here's another one. So they sort of cite Black Sabbath in there. Um, I don't quite hear that, but maybe the guitar tone slightly, not sure. But yeah, recording lockdown in London and Bristol, uh, you can get that at thunderinghoos.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's off a release called Vestiges. Uh, and that track was called Rex Nemerensis. Just before we go any more ahead, I think we have to just um, thank uh, one of our listeners, Gary Davidson, uh, has um, kindly sent us um, some funds, and it's basically paid for this whole podcast. So cheers, Gary. It's nice to sort of know people are out there listening and um, really appreciating what we do. So thanks to you. We've, um, we've been able to fill this podcast with brilliant music. Next up, I've got a band called Trupp that you found, Pete. I gather they put out on a record in November, and this is like another track that they've kind of produced in the meantime. Yeah, a really good record, and I was trying to figure out why I didn't play anything from it, and I, I can't remember, because I really enjoyed it. Uh, the album's called, well, it's spelled K-E, and it was on a label called Gods of War. It's amazing, kind of, uh, you know, and you can hear it here. You know, I'm really, I was still considering playing them as, uh, because I've, st- I've still listened to that record, even though it's a couple of months old. But, you know, thankfully they've got a new song out. It's, you know, it's just a single almost. Partly kind of of the nails, you know, real blistering hardcore. But then also it sounds utterly pissed off. And, you know, it's like like they've been burnt by experience. So there's so much that they've kind of got to this blackened core of a mixture of, like, say, Hexis and Celeste and Plebeian Grandstand, you know, those, you know, the French and uh, European black and hardcore bands. It's that mixed with bits of doom and black metal. Uh, the, the, I think there's a label on their band camp which says like funeral sludge as well. It's got all of yeah. that in there <laughs> and it just sounds really dark and horrible and brilliant. So is this a one-man project or is it kind of a full band, do you reckon? I genuinely don't know. I don't know. You know, like I say, I only really came across them in, in November. I've been listening to them ever since. I need to find out more, to be honest, because they're that good, they're that consistent. It, it, you know, they're a band to keep an eye on, because if they're going to be putting out, you know, this quality, then 
they'll they'll quickly rise, you know, to to the levels of the bands we've mentioned. So yeah, I need to know more. So yeah, sometimes Bandcamp can be a bit elusive. I guess it's um, it's a great tool, but it kind of um, it lets people give away as little or as much as they like. Really, doesn't it? You can kind of mm. get some very minimal uh, releases. We've had ones before where there's literally been no information whatsoever, just a title and a song. And you just kind of left to your own devices, really. So, Trup, if you are out there, then get in touch and let us know. Are you one person or are you a full band? <laughs> That'd be nice to know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to play the new song, which is called Nye. And you can get this at trupnizai.bandcamp.com.
so following on from the um, yeah the, the sort of horrifying sludgy doomness of uh, of that last band we're going into precisiony grind territory here with the band Yaucha who we've both seen in Sheffield I think they played in Sheffield uh, with coil guns and hidden mothers and a few others and yeah absolutely storming stuff like I think the drums from Thou and uh, it's it's a chance for him to kind of break out of the <laughs> sludgy kind of, yeah <laughs> basically yeah and yeah I don't think they've done a release for about a year uh, so this split with the band Chapang, who we've played before, uh, has come out on a Global Grind Alliance. And yeah, it's just a blistering four-song kind of salvo, isn't it? Yeah, a brilliant band. I, I, I've either forgotten or didn't know that they were connection, actually. They, they, were, they were amazing live. What is perfect about them is that they sound completely unhinged, yet you know they're in total and utter control of, of their, you know, their art. And it's a spectacle of, of crazed grindcore. And, you know, they split with... Chapanga uh, we played before. It basically it's a it's a pairing of two like really electrifying bands within the genre. It kind of reminds you of the sheer vitality of grindcore when it's at its best. You know, and grindcore does splits. It's it's just it's the perfect pairing, and it's it's like what grindcore does, and this is you know the best showcase for it. Yeah, I think um, the um, Global Grindcore Alliance have done um, a festival over lockdown as well, and you can uh, pay. I think I think it's something like ten dollars per day, and there's like. Um, dozens of bands on each day and you can kind of still watch that and um, right. it was a live stream I think mm. uh, back in the summer but uh, yeah it would suggest that these bands played as well this release is just something special I mean I knew it was going to be amazing just from knowing the bands but it, it just seems so well formed and sort of really tightly packed in so absolutely loved it Um one thing to say about um, Yautra actually like you, you say like they, they seem to be harnessing a bit of chaos and you know, the very focused. It, it kind of reminds me of the jaw-dropping stuff that you see when you see Underplay or, or one of those sort of bands where it, it seems like it's completely, almost not random, but just very, very chaotic and you can't kind of place your finger on where they're going to go next. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but once you kind of lock into that, it's like, uh, these guys are geniuses. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it, and that's, I think that's, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at, I think you probably put it in better sense. It's that... It's they they know what they're doing. They're they're in absolute control. Yet to pull it off in such and, and look, to, you know, to be unhinged and um, almost ad hoc is you know is their skill. Uh, and to do it so, you know, like I, I remember seeing I saw a post recently, or not a post, a an article somewhere, and some somebody had had them in the the, the bands of the year, live bands of the year from the Sheffield show. We'd seen them in, and I know I think I did an article for Nine Hertz, and and they were in there as well. They kind of have that effect, you, you know, you kind of absolutely taken in by them. Yeah, I think that's that's what I get from them as well, definitely. Yeah, just to see them come together with Chapang as well, who the the drummer in Chapang is almost as um, chaotic as the guy in Yaucha, so um, it's a really well balanced split as well. I think that's sometimes a problem with grindcore releases. Sometimes it's one leading band uh, and one that's kind of making up the numbers really. But this is yeah, it's an amazing release. Um, so you can get some vinyl. They've done like a shirt for it and everything. You can actually still pick up a test press if you're interested in that sort of thing. And yeah, it's just absolutely brilliant. So you can get this at gcbtrecords.bandcamp.com. And uh, yeah, we're going to play the uh, first Yaucha song on here, which is Test a Subject.
bringing you back to sort of more rugged uh, sort of sludge influence stuff we've got a band here from the Philippines yeah who, who've completely floored me I don't know where you found these people absolutely amazing stuff I mean they, they sort of mention bands from I don't know Fistula to sort of Slap a Ham kind of records have been mentioned around this band but I, I got a lot of Iron Monkey from this so the band's called Surrogate Prey uh, and have just done a little release called Aberration um, they seem to have done a split in the same month that they've released this as well with a band called yeah. Et Moors as well yeah it's good as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost picked that actually <laughs> I th- it just happened across them. I mean, the bit um, on Bandcamp when this came out in kind of mid December. They've been around since 2004, though. You know, they've got a fair back catalogue, which I'm really going to get into because yeah. this is really impressive. It's it's that hateful kind of sludge sound. It's, you know, like Meth Drinker and, and the bands you mentioned, you know, Iron Monkey and Fistula, definitely. There's kind of that. I hate God at their absolute yeah. rawest and sloppiest. That's the wrong, wrong word, but, you know, like really kind of just decayed and and desperate yeah and the kind of the vocals these really scarred vocals are, you know really excellent the vocals and the music the production it's got kind of like this scuzziness running through the dna and it's which is just as it should be you know it's just how sludge should sound and it's it's brilliant yeah i mean i, I can absolutely see these guys playing the old angel stage in Nottingham <laughs> back in 2004 um, when they formed so you know yeah. it kind of ticks a lot of boxes in that regard for me because like that's that's kind of like my I don't know like sludge awakening around that time I guess you know really sort of understanding how how brilliant those bands were and you know yeah how, how much of the underground was kind of bubbling under with all these cool bands which I guess came from hardcore originally didn't they but yeah it's like hardcore bands um finding Black Sabbath and I hate God you know um mm-hmm. especially in this country um but yeah th- these guys do a great job of yeah, the, just the murk and the the vocals are, are fantastic. I mean, I compare. I actually put a little review on the Bandcamp actually just to say, look, the ghost of Johnny Morrow's here. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> that people always compared him to a um, a caged animal being mic'd up, and I think that's that's what this these guys have got here in spades. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's a special release this one. So it's called Aberration. Uh, we're going to play the song Drug Athletes.
So releasing music around Christmas and New Year is some, sometimes a bit of a strange one. So finding submissions at this time of year is sometimes a bit difficult. You sort of have things that people may have you know, thought, well, I'll get it out before the end of the year or let's release this on like the 1st of January just to be the only band that have kind of put stuff out. But this year has been brilliant, like really, really good. Like just um, got an alert from Shovrec uh, Records, who we've played before, a label from Italy. And uh, yeah, this this band have just kind of, yeah, again, blown our minds a little bit. So Nitritono, who, yeah, have just released like a, an instrumental six-tone uh, EP, just really interesting kind of sludgy stuff I, I, can't, I couldn't get a handle on it to begin with and then it just all clicked together and I was like this is actually fantastic it sounds like they've gone in with the idea of like right let's jam out our favourite band's uh, styles and just see what happens and it kind of it, it sort of melds together with so many influences and it's really hard to kind of put your finger on like what, quite what makes it amazing but it is yeah I thought we'd yeah. this one yeah and I mean, they mentioned kind of, uh, you know, on the Bandcamp page, it mentions uh, Melvins and Phantomers and things like that. And I kind of see that. I also got something of like the the more delicate end of, say, Cult of Luna, you know, the, and, and somewhere between those two kind of styles, which you wouldn't necessarily think sat together. It ends up with this ghostly cinematic release, which, you know, which does have, you know, it's heaps of atmosphere. It's got a, you know, I think it's got bits of post metal in there, definitely. Uh, but, you know, like you say, you can kind of your head will go off in many different directions trying to figure trying to figure what it is. Although I say that, I say that, you know, like it does for us as reviewers and trying to work it out. I'm not sure. I can't remember a time when I listed a thing not as a reviewer. So I suppose you just take it in and enjoy it, which is the best thing. And, and I mean, the one thing as well, like the roots on the front cover, I love that. I love how it looks like a it looks like a black metal logo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You know, like, that's great as well. Yeah, it's kind of like a photo you'd take in the woods and like joke to your friends that, you know, here's my new band title sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, I mean, to me, the songs work as like a, a group and an amalgam of songs. I think taking them out of context is possibly not the best thing to do because it kind of just flows very well. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely sort of encourage people to go and listen to this full uh, release, which is called Eremo. But we're going to play the song Brick Costa Rossa. Thank you. 
Now, sometimes uh, bands kind of um, take an aesthetic and, and run with it, and I think this next band have definitely done that. So, Pete, you've picked a band called Moraxis, and to me, they sound like a, an absolute... They're typified by their surroundings. Like They're from Alaska, and they talk about like wild things like bears and mushrooms and stuff like that in their description. And I think they've kind of nailed that in this sound. It's a weird kind of mix of... Almost like post metal and black metal, but not in the way you'd expect. I think. Yeah, imagine, and I agree definitely. There's, um, uh, it almost kind of sits in this. I don't want to say post sludge because it's a shitty term, but yeah, I know what you mean. The, though. <laughs> yeah, bands like there was a band called Deadbird who, yeah. you know, were, were amazing and never really kind of got the kind of the support they deserved i think you know they, they were kind of on the cusp of the kind of kylie sabaroness um torch lot yeah. you know at that time and had this real progressive sound even though it, it was like a doom and sludge a bit kind of like say cavity and the like as well and there's a it's an english band called rainy day foot parade who were, were amazing yeah. as well and it reminds me of that you know sits within this it's just too simple to say it's a sludge record or it's a doom record but it it definitely is but it doesn't tell the whole story and yeah i, I heard this last week for the first time and loved it i loved the whole record instantly it's got the elements of you know doom and sludge which will always kind of attract me in but then it's got that post-metal gravitas which makes you know really does kind of make it stand up and feel grand it's got a bit of like electric wizard occultism in there, but not much. It never fixates on any of these different, you know, elements. Yeah. So that, so that it, 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 you know, you don't pigeonhole it in any of those. It brings all of that in. And like you say, definitely the kind of the link to their to their surroundings. They mentioned a number of other bands who kind of are from the same area, yeah. uh, and I've looked at all those, and they're they're all more of a black metal basis which you can imagine you know you can imagine coming from that so this is a departure from the from their peers or their other groups but you sense it you know you can kind of sense that that influence definitely um i don't know if you sort of realize but this is um from a 10 inch that came out in like 2016 um but it's been released i I think or or digitally like made digital but yeah it it, to me i mean the cover the titles and and all that like suggests like you say that occult thing but it's got like you say like this post post metal tinge to it that just kind of yeah separates them from a lot of other stuff which might sound a bit similar so i got rosetta vibes from this as well that they're they're all about like the like looking to the skies all, all their albums about sort of space and astronomy and stuff so um i think they share a little bit of kin with them somehow but yeah just really Really interesting uh, release, I think. So yeah, the um, the album's called Witchcraft Weather, and you can get this at malaxis.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the song Destroying Angel. <laughs>
So I was um, just uh, chatting with friends over Christmas and uh, said, "Oh, you know, have you heard any new music that's that's kind of impressed you recently?" And uh, Mark from Temple Steps sent me this. I, I, I didn't even know it existed. Uh, so a sort of almost like a super. I hate using the word, but it's almost like a super group of people called This White Light. It's produced by Josh Hom, but features Greg Anderson. Um, from Sun and Goat Snake, and, uh, and also features uh, Jade from Engine Kid, who was uh, Greg Anderson's sort of first first band, I guess, that toured a lot. And yeah, Brian Herwick from Pelican plays bass, so it, it's it's an incredible record. Um, fronted by Jen Wood, who is a sort of singer in in sort of like her own right, uh, sort of folk music and uh, almost like pop um, sensibilities. Um, and yeah, I've just never heard um, that this even happened. Recorded in California about two years ago. They never really did more than this. Apparently there was going to be an album at some point, but um, just to hear these two tracks is pretty mind-blown, really. I don't know what you made of this one, Pete, because it's pretty left field for, for the Nine Hits podcast, I guess. Yeah, it is cool, and it's it's a surprise. You know, I, I, I can't kind of get my head around Greg Anderson not you know being able to write kind of you know five minute songs rather than although obviously he does in other bands i just kind yeah, of yeah. you know got used to him, him now playing yeah him, you know you see his face smiling in the picture and like you, think, <laughs> you know normally you just see a poker through this hood anyway but yeah yeah really good actually i was, I was, I was pleasantly not surprised because it's you know the caliber of people in it but the style, I suppose, is surprising. You know, like you say, it's, it's kind of uh, Josh on produce as well, so it's got another kind of superstar uh, link there. Funnily enough, I was, there was a just as a complete side over Christmas, there was a on CBBS. There was a what you they used to like uh, nighttime stories. Uh, and I've got kids, by the way. There's a reason I've I, I watched this thing. <laughs> and Josh Hom read out one of the stories, and it's yeah. like that's just mind. I mean, he did it a couple of years ago, but it kind of it, I think it replayed and. You know, yeah. like to think that's the guy from Caius, you know, from back then, from that. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, there's there's big hitters here, and and the music isn't what you'd expect, and actually that's that's great, you know, that's 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 what won here, and it's it reminds me a bit of the band Solar Halos, um, not too yeah. well known, but really really good kind of music like this, a bit like Dreadnought, and you know other things, but really actually the comparisons aren't your typical um, for members of Pelican and Sun and that. And, mm that alone means you should, you know people who are into those should investigate yeah i mean it's slightly psychedelic it's slightly may, maybe what you'd expect from pelican uh, ish yeah but yeah. it's it's so removed it's quite subtle and it's quite um pretty uh, for for another mm. sort of um descriptor really i mean yeah it's just a, a nice little release just two songs i just played this over and over again over christmas and it just felt very sort of warm and, and welcoming as a, as a tune so um they called it the josh hom slash pink duck session i don't know quite there must be an in joke there somewhere but, i think uh, it's the name of the studio or something oh, is like it right? that. okay yeah, there yeah. You go. which must be uh, an in joke somewhere as well in itself yeah but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah it's just like a really nice little release and I'm, I'm sad that they haven't been able to come back to make an album but you know we might we might be able to see that happen. There's a demo on there as well if you want to have a look. So if you want to listen to this, we're going to play this on Vowels, but there's another song called Winter Flowers. You can get this at thiswhitelightsl.bandcamp.com.
that we sort of like look for music we kind of I, I don't know we, we pick up a, a little bit of a snowball effect in in some respects and and this is another example so Pete you've picked a band called Priest and Marta who we actually played quite a while ago the song on this release actually called Crooked Trees this is their latest release I guess just like a three track EP I guess but yeah it's it's brilliant from London four piece just like yeah just really sort of stone rock riffs through this are just yeah, really head nodding kind of for me. Just really enjoyed this. Yeah, they've got the like this warped trip um, yes. doom vibe. Um, I like that. But there's kind of members in Syria who were amazing. They split up last year, I think. Unfortunately, right. they were brilliant. And I think Wallowing as well. I think there's a connection there. I followed them for a while. They kind of had a split out, and the Crooked Trees came out as you know on on its own right, um, like a couple of years ago. And I've loved everything they put out, but they haven't really. Never like got to the point of getting an album out or getting with last year being last year, then that's probably stalled any momentum they might have had. I mean, the, the name of this release is Studio Sessions, so I wonder whether they've just kind of gone right. We've got these songs, but let's just put yeah, let's put this out. Rather. And if that's the case, it's a shame because because everything they've done is you know really impressive. As kind of anybody listening to this will hear, they've got something about them a bit like Sir you did, just something slightly different. You know, like say it's it's a bit warped. It's not. It's kind of recognizable doom. It's, you know, it's um, of doom of our country. You know, you can tell it's all that, but it's got individuality about it, and and I really like them. And hopefully, you know, this is just the start for more to come to them and more momentum behind them. It's such a shame that the lockdown has. It's meant some people can really get on with things if they've got the facilities or the the, the chance to do stuff. But it's also kind of stunted a lot of bands' growth, and and mm. they're probably itching to get into the studio to release a full length but they can't so this is kind of like well let's get something down and let's get something out you know remind people we're there you know i think music has been a great release for a lot of people over the last year so um yeah if we find ourselves in it for another year then um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be even more of a, a sort of release i think and especially live i think when we get to actually see these bands play live it's gonna feel like all our birthdays have come at once I think <laughs> I really enjoyed this and it's like it's stuff to kind of just put on and melt away to really isn't it I mean these these songs are quite um, lengthy and thick thick as molasses sort of thing aren't they mm-hmm. yeah yeah I agree yeah really like this so um, like you say um, it's called The Studio Sessions um, and we're going to play a song called Nullity you can get this at presamata.bandcamp.com <laughs>
So some bands kind of start off sounding one way and then they really surprise you as as, as a track kind of uh, progresses. And yeah, and this next band, Heteropsy, have like really blown things out of the water here. It's it's kind of like it sounds to me like a sun track to begin with. It's like full yeah. of drone and atmosphere. And it turns into this sludgy kind of chuggy kind of beast later on, doesn't it? I mean it's a twenty minute epic that you've picked. Um, yeah. and I think it's a fitting closer this week. Yeah, I mean, like music like this normally, you know, like twenty-minute tone tracks, kind of. I, I have to be in the right mood to kind of get into. It, but I don't know. This just this clicked the first time I played it, and every time I've played it since, I, it, it, I, you know, I enjoy it. I haven't kind of thought, well, no, I'm not. You know, I need kind of a two-minute Fu Manchu type thing. It's got this ghostly otherworldness to it, uh, and it's. I just find it completely mesmeric, even though kind of it has this kind of light and shade drone which goes through it it has elements in there of kind of death doom where you know like whether that's kind of the modern death side or whether that's your kind of uh my dying bride type stuff almost could sound like a solo semi-ambient black metal work you know stripped back you know the, a, a few tracks of that in there and but it just kind of drones through and it's completely you know completely like say mesmeric i'm completely kind of locked into it it does then come to this natural end about halfway through almost like it kind of pause for reflection and it does change from there like you say it's almost like it's kind of uh it gets lost in the fog it created in the first 10 minutes but yeah yeah just a completely compelling release it, it confounded me really because it, i thought oh this is going to be 20 minutes of this and then it mm. just kind of dies out and comes back with this ferocious second half really so i think normally we probably wouldn't play a 20 minute track in its entirety but i think this is kind of fitting really so this is what we put it at the end just to sort of give you the option really so um yeah see what you think of this really sort of astounding release really yeah you can get this at heterapsy.bandcamp.com and the song's called inner sanctum
Thank mm-hmm. you.